Normally, I would not argue that decisions from the Supreme Court affect the business community, but the business community, man, they have decided to make this affect them. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. The NBA putting out uh, statements on this subject. Uh, the, the NBA and WNBA believe that women should be able to make their own decisions concerning their health and future. We believe that freedom should be protected. We will continue to advocate for gender and health equity, including ensuring our employees have access to reproductive health care regardless of their location. Google is saying that they'll relocate people or pay for people to travel if, if they want an abortion. Other companies are getting into this. Does, does it affect... Uh, Indiana in this way. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. Uh, you find him personally at Gary Dick, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick on Twitter. I, I don't ask you your thoughts on, on Roe versus Wade or it's, or it's overturning. Those are political conversations, and that's not what we engage in. But have you... I mean, it's, it's only been the weekend, right? There, there's a, Some of these companies have been clearly prepared because of the leak for months on this subject. Have there been any Indiana companies that have gone down this road one way or another, deciding to make a statement, feeling it was important for business uh, on, on the overturning of Roe v. Wade? Now, you've seen a few, uh, Tony, uh, certainly, as you mentioned, on the national uh, level, a number of companies uh, announced that you're know, making statements for sure but also announcing uh, plans to uh, to fund uh, employees who wish to travel to another state if that state that does not permit abortion to, to have an abortion. So we're seeing Starbucks and Disney and uh, you know, a number of the higher-profile companies have not seen as much, have seen several statements from Indiana uh, businesses and organizations throughout the weekend. But as you mentioned, it's the weekend. It's early, and I anticipate we'll probably have uh, a few more companies uh, make statements uh, and kind of put it out there where they stand uh, on the issue, but uh, as as of yet, not a tremendous amount of reaction. Uh, there has been certainly the reaction from from Governor Holcomb uh, discussing that he wants yep. us to be part of of, of the special session. Um, this special session was supposed to be about getting people back a billion dollars, give or take two hundred fifty dollars to each Hoosier taxpayer. What are you hearing about how this uh, changes that session, the length of the session? And have you heard anything about whether or not, uh, really, because it's a Republican-dominated uh, uh, supermajority, right, in the, in the House and the Senate, do Republicans have something to offer? Is this going to happen in a special session? I don't know. Short answer is I don't know. I have not heard a lot of comment about it, uh, certainly in the early days of following the decision on, on, on Friday. So just simply not... Uh, heard much chatter, much talk about it, uh, at least at this point. Talking to Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, on Twitter at IIB. You had the conversation with my man Mitch, Mitch Daniels, uh, the president of Purdue University, former governor of uh, Indiana. Full disclosure, I'm a fellow at the Mitch Daniels Leadership Foundation. Uh, I the, the conversation is, is he leaving to be able to run for uh, governor uh, part three? And so you spoke to him. Is he running for governor? Well, I asked him that question uh, point blank, and, and he said, uh, in his words, he's not given it a thought. Now, I find that hard to believe. He's given it a thought. But uh, what he said is, and when I kind of pressed him a bit on it and said, you know, would our politics in the mix for what you want to do next? And he said he wouldn't rule that out, but it's not his first, second, or third 
uh, concern, if you will, right now. So he's leaving the door open, cracked open. I know there are more than a few people who would like to see him, like to see him do that. He did say that he uh, he he does have a next chapter. You know, he feels he has uh, energy and ideas and uh, wants to put those to work. Post Purdue, he, as he mentioned in the interview, he's got six more months on the job as he transitions or helps to uh, transition to the new president, Bung Chang, who's uh, uh, the head of the engineering school there at, uh, at Purdue. So still uh, work to do at Purdue, but the speculation is going to continue certainly and probably get a bit more intense in the coming months as to what that next uh, chapter might be. And will it in fact include, uh, include politics? So now let's you and I, two guys sitting on a bar stool, ask a question, and this is not an anti uh, Mitch Daniels question at all, but this is the question. Is there an appetite for for Mitch or is there an appetite for lessons learned uh, from, from Mitch? That's not an anti-Mitch Daniels question. I can elaborate on it, on it further. There's a lot of people on the Republican side who feel that they're going to have an opportunity to run uh, th- this, this year. It's going to be a pretty big field, or at least it can be. Mitch gets into this field. It shrinks tremendously so as if if you were a betting man is there a desire for mitch or is there a desire for strong leadership and a vision i think all the above and i think if you if you talk to uh you know folks around the state uh obviously the more moderate republicans but uh you know a number of democrats who who have expressed uh, actually robin winston former head of the democratic party here in indiana is on my podcast this week talked a little bit about uh, Mitch Daniels and his future. He, he would like to see him more on a national scale, a national level, running for political office. But he believes there is a political future uh, for Mitch Daniels uh, uh, going forward. So, uh, I, you know, I think, again, it, it is all of the above. I think it's, it's, it's policy, leadership, all the, all the things you talk about there. Uh, that uh, that would potentially be at play. I think the big thing is, and, and this has been mentioned in the conversation, is that Mitch Daniels, whatever he does next, he wants to make sure it's something where he has an opportunity to do something, to make a difference, not just to go into, as, as he, he, he made the comment in the interview this weekend, he, he said he's never been enamored by uh, by politics, and he's not now, by political office. But he wants to go in and make a difference, and perhaps we'll see, uh, he feels that this is a this is a good time to do that uh, potentially at the state level to take Indiana to that quote unquote next level. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. One of the big announcements this week, or just uh, yesterday, or I should say last week, I should say, uh, is that the Indy Eleven buying the diamond chain. It's going to be a billion dollars when we're all said and done to put in Eleven Park, and it does change uh, uh more of downtown and does change that south side for uh that southern part for uh, the the western part for the better uh, right there on on the river because they're going to add some retail and now you've got a little more of a party scene uh, going on uh what has been the takeaway from that announcement well a lot of buzz about it and our partners at the ibj mickey shoot broke that story on friday uh friday morning uh, and it is a really a blockbuster story when you look at the size of the project as you mentioned uh, it could potentially be close to a billion dollars now. Originally, it was, I think, a $500 million project, 20,000-seat stadium, but a lot more in terms of retail and, and, and other development in and around the area. What I think is 
is important for that synergy, if you will, downtown. You know, downtown has always had uh, been successful because everything's connected, everything's close together. This uh, new Indy uh, 11 Park, 11 Park, scheduled to open potentially in 2025, is close to the convention center, uh, not far from Lucas Oil Stadium. But you go beyond that in the proximity to the new Elanco headquarters, that new corporate campus that's going to be built along the White River. Uh, the TCU Amphitheater at White River State Park, the zoo, Victory Field, all those types of things. It really adds uh, an important piece to that, that whole issue and to that whole uh, area. And as you mentioned, uh, in terms of the, uh, the vibe, the party atmosphere and things that can be generated in that kind of environment, I think it, uh, it offers something that's very interesting. If you look at that area, you know, we use the word transformational, I think, too, too often. But I think this can be transformational for that area. And you look on the kind of the flip side of, of downtown over the uh, 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 Gamebridge Fieldhouse area and the, the improvements that are being done there and, and, and hotels and, and office space and different things, the, uh, the area outside of the, uh, the Fieldhouse. So those two areas of downtown are kind of those next uh, growth areas potentially.